Hello, everyone. This is Alicia from Your Way Weight Loss, and it is my solo podcast day. And today I wanted to talk to you guys about spring goals. So for me, there's three times a year that I feel this sense of like, I don't know what it is, freshness, renewal, excitement. So for me, that always happens in spring uh, when the kids go back to school in the fall and January. And I like to take some time during those three times in my life to almost take inventory of my life, really take a minute to reflect on how things are going and set some goals for myself. And how can I be better? How can I be more efficient? How can I show up more as who I want to be? Honestly, I hope I'm always on the process of trying to be the best version of myself it's not a destination. It's, it's the process. And we're also, we're always growing. We're always changing. We're always evolving. Our environment is changing or my kids are getting older. So it would only be natural that I keep tweaking, keep adjusting and keep working at being the best version of myself. So how part of what I do and how I do that is about three times a year. Um, I take inventory of my life. So here is the categories that I take inventory of. My work, my personal health and fitness, my children, um, my happiness, my beauty, um, and my relationships. So I like to just kind of basically scan my life. So I'm going to share with you guys today. I did this on a walk one day. Um, I just got out my notes and I wrote a few things down and then I took some time after to process it. So I'm going to go through um, my own personal spring goals with you guys. At the end of the podcast, though, I'm going to share with you how I have already started to implement these goals in my life. And every single one of these goals is actually implemented almost the same way. So that process is what allows me to take things to the next level. So let's start with work. I mean, maybe you guys think that's boring. Maybe you don't. I don't know. Um, So behind the scenes with Your Way Weight Loss, I do a lot of the social media stuff and I do a lot of growing our email list. Um, So that is just something that those are basically two big jobs of mine. And what I would like to do in the spring is grow our email list and grow our social media following. So those are just two things that I've put on my list. The nitty gritty of how isn't really that important, but I do want to share with you guys that it is tempting and I'm tempted to do this for myself because I'm a super overachiever to, okay, I'm going to grow my email list. And how we grow our email list is we basically provide free things for you guys. So we say, hey, sign up for um, this recipe and you sign up. We get your email, you get our free recipe, and then um, you're on our email list and we email you once a week. So that's how, you know, behind the scenes business works. And I thought to myself, okay, I could redo everything. I could do these courses. I could get all fancy, get all overwhelmed. It would take hours. And then I thought, Alicia, you have so much amazing content already created. You have apple recipes, you have pumpkin recipes, you have a meal plan master class, you have calorie deficit. How about we use what we already have? Just take a little bit of time, tweak it, improve it. And then what if you set a goal to create one new thing once a month? So do you see how I took it from this big, huge, overwhelming project to just let's take it down a notch. Let's take it down a notch. This is the pep talk I need to give to myself very often. So I just wanted to work on that. Okay. Another thing, growing our email, our our, uh, social media. So I've been wanting to do reels. 
that seems very overwhelming to me. I am really an old lady. Like I, I, I'm. If you're watching this on YouTube, I, my list is written on a piece of paper. Like my to-do list is written on a piece of paper. Do you want to see my calendar? It's not on Google. It's a piece of paper. So, you know, I do use technology, but it is hard for me. So I did want to do some reels. So yesterday, I actually did my first reel. Was it perfect? Absolutely not. And do you know what I needed to do? I didn't need to take a course. I needed to Google. I needed to do it for myself. Try it. Make mistakes. Experiment. One, two, three, go. So often we're waiting for, I don't know, we're just spending so much time learning about what we want to do and we're not doing. And do you know when the majority of the learning is going to come from is the doing. So uh, those are just two small examples of my work life um, that I've already started to implement. I didn't wait for the perfect time. I didn't wait for myself to not be busy. I didn't wait to know everything. I just went. Now, as you're listening to that, I hope that you can relate that sometimes for some of you for your health journey, you are waiting for the perfect time. You are waiting to know everything. We're doing, we're taking in so much content, but not taking any actions. So how am I going to achieve those two goals? And you know what? At the end of the day, this is also a great um, metaphor. I don't know if I'm going to achieve those two goals because those things are actually out of my hands. I can't make you sign up for my email list. I can't make you follow me on Instagram. But what am I in charge of? Creating quality content creating quality recipes, giving you value on social media and on our email list. And that's all I have control over. So I'm going to shift my focus on that. And then we'll see what happens with the likes and the follows and the emails. Again, it's the same as your weight loss journey. You cannot control how fast or how much the scale goes down by, but you can control your actions. So instead of focusing so much on the number on the scale, focus on your actions and what you're doing day in and day out to achieve the goal that you want to get to. Okay. Wow. All right, let's keep going. So health and fitness. Um, so for myself, I have three goals. Um, I'm really working on eating more mindfully. This is something that I learned from the Tim Horton, the month that we ate only Tim Hortons, that I was previous to Tim Hortons eating quickly, eating standing up, eating in my car, not really eating in the pantry, not really taking the time to create a plate, sit and enjoy it. And when I was doing Tim Hortons, I, I did that more naturally. And I want to emulate that in my now life, my non-Tim Hortons life. And I've been saying in all of March, I lost March, guys. My family got COVID in March and I was sick for a long time. I lost that month. I am mourning the loss of my month. But you know what? I'm coming back bigger and better in April. Watch out world. Um, so as far as my uh, mindful eating, I've been, I knew I wanted to implement that, but I didn't. So I am doing that now. I am creating and I'm sitting and I'm enjoying my meals. Vitamins. So I am deficient in vitamin D and vitamin B12. I learned this and so now I need to take some vitamins. Now I purchased the vitamins. They're sitting on my counter. I found I was struggling to be consistent with taking the vitamins. So why? It wasn't because I wasn't motivated, not because I didn't have willpower. I didn't have a system. I didn't make it easy enough. So what am I doing? I went and I ordered from Amazon. Now I know I could just go to the store, but it just seems so easy from Amazon. The little pill containers, and I put them little vitamins in the pills, okay? 
and I put it near my coffee maker. So I used two things that I've learned from the book Atomic Habits. If you have not read that book from James Clear, that book, I don't want to say changed my life, but that book really create gave me tangible tools on how to change habits in my own life. And there's two strategies I'm using from that book. Number one, habit stacking. So I don't have to set an alarm in my phone to drink my coffee. Okay. So I'm going to make coffee no matter what every single day. So if I put my vitamins near my coffee, I'm going to see my vitamins. And what else did I do? I made it easy. I don't have to open the, the, container. I don't have to remember, oh, wait, did I already take them today? I'm going to make it easy by organizing them. So those are two tiny little things that I did that increased the consistency in which I was taking my vitamins. So if you are listening to this and you have a specific habit that you've been trying to work on and you're struggling with consistency, now habit stacking works so good for tiny little habits. Taking my vitamins takes 0.5 seconds every single day. It was just a matter of prioritizing it and having a system. So I have it stacked it. I put it near my coffee and I made it easy by putting it in the little organized spots. And the next thing that I am doing for my own health and well-being is I am going to bed at 10 p.m. I'm going to say it again, you guys. I'm going to bed at 10 p.m. Here's what's been happening. First of all, my kids are getting older, so they're staying up later. It's 8, 8.30, the kids are, are, you know, they're in bed, but it's 8.30, let's say, by the time like Alfie's really in bed and settled. So I feel like that's been cutting into my time. At the end of the day, I can choose to stay awake until 11, or I can choose to suck it up and have less mom time and go to bed at 10 p.m. Here's the thing, what's happening between 10 p.m. and 11? Absolutely nothing. I'm on my phone, I'm mindlessly scrolling, I'm not adding value to my life in any way, shape, or form quite honestly. The value could be added in me having more sleep though. Here's the thing. Last night I went to bed at 1020. Did I fail? Absolutely not. I had 40 more minutes of sleep than I had the night before, the night before that when I was going to bed at 11. Here's why I want you, what I want you guys to take out of this. It does not need to be all or nothing. And 15 minutes more extra sleep every single day can and will significantly add value to your life. So I am going to bed at 10 p.m. every night. I will get more sleep. I have been feeling tired. So I need to listen to my body and I need to go to sleep. So that's another thing that I'm adding to my life. Okay, next up, kids. So there's two things that I'm working on for the kids. Three things I'm working on with the kids. Wow, that's going to be a long one. I'll say I'm halfway through. Hold on tight, guys. So I am trying to foster independence with my children. I guess I have, yeah, yeah, three things. I'm trying to foster independence with my children. I am that mom that does too much for their children. There, I said it out loud. Now you know. It's the truth. I am that mom that does too much for their children. Hopefully, Neil does not listen to this podcast because he tells me all the time, and then I get angry with him. I'm allowed to say it. He's not. And I realize that the reason why I do do that is my love language is acts of service. So that's how I show love for my children is by making their lunches, packing their book bags. So we are working on independence with our kids. So we've been slowly adding little tasks onto their life. Like instead of me putting away their laundry, I do their laundry, I fold their laundry, they put away their laundry. Okay. 
the next that what we're working on right now is them unpacking their own book bags. So we get in the door, I ask them to take their lunch bags out, put it on the counter, water bottle goes on the counter, snow pants get hung up, book bag gets hung up, hats and mittens go in the, the drawer, jacket gets hung up. Oh my gosh, I'm so ready for there not to be snow pants in our life, but we're not quite there yet. Anyway, um, so that's what we're working with the kids. And that actually can be a painful long process with three children. And I, I have the tendency to just do it myself because it's faster. But at the end of the day, eventually, it's actually not faster if I do it myself. Eventually, it's faster when they do it. And they're getting to the age where they're a tiny bit helpful. So we're working on that. How are we achieving that? I am setting expectations for them. So when you, again, relate this to your health journey, if you need help. If you're feeling overwhelmed, set expectations with other people that live in your home by having conversations. And you know what? I do not have these conversations with them as we're walking through the door with our book bags. I have it like at night. Guys, tomorrow we're going to do this. Why? Because we're big kids, because we can, because mom does so much and this is really going to help her to have more time to do her puzzle, which really fills her bucket. So I'm going to have that conversation with my kids and it's not going to be the last time. I'm going to have to have the conversation over and over and over. And then I'm going to have to create a system. So the system is the second we walk in the door, this is what you do. And I will need to remind them of the system over and over and over. And I will need to be painfully consistent. I won't say, oh, never mind, mom will do it today. Not yet. Why? Because it's not a habit yet. Probably when it becomes a habit, I will do that, but not yet. Right now, we are focusing on consistency. And maybe if one of them is having the worst day ever and they come through the door and they're crying because, I don't know, they stub their toe or something. I might lessen the task and say, do you know what? Mama, put your snow pants away, but please, can you still do your book bag? So that's a strategy that I do use with my children and in my health journey to still get it done, to still show up, to still get the consistency, but it more aligns with what's going on that day. So it's lessening the task. That is a strategy I use with my children all the time. And then I will reinforce the shit out of what they just did. Thank you so much. That was amazing. Look at you guys. You're, you're so independent. You're doing great. And they love that. My children love to be reinforced and repeat. So that seems like a lot of talking for one small task, but that's how I create systems and routines in my home. And I have hundreds of them that allow my, my home to run efficiently. And right now, this is one system that we're working on adding to our routine. Another thing for me is I have eliminated juice for the, from their lives. Not a big deal. Juice is one of those things that when they were younger, they never had. Um, but as they got older, it just kind of, I used to buy it on the weekends for a treat. And then it just seeped into our daily life. And for me, that's just a lot of extra sugar. Um, it's not adding necessarily a ton of nutrients. So I wanted to make them smoothies. So I thought, uh, and I'm going to eliminate juice. I told them, I warned them, no more juice. We're going to have smoothies. And and I got them to be a part of it. I asked them what kind of smoothies they would like. And so I make a smoothie in the morning to go with their breakfast. And you know what? Not because I think I should. Not because I think I'm a bad mom if I give them juice. Because it fills my bucket. Excuse me. Sorry. To give my children. Wow, I'm so sorry. Nutrient dense. Options before I send them off to school. That is important to me. So I made it easy by creating little smoothie bags. So we're still fine. We're still like tweaking our recipes, but what I've done is I've created little Ziploc bags of 
exactly the portion that I need to create a smoothie every morning so I don't have a bunch of ingredients out. And so I just hop it in the blender, blend it up, bam, kids love it. We're rocking it with the smoothies. Um, and then the last thing for the kids is some extra learning time. So two times I decided, I felt I had a, a feeling that I wasn't doing enough um, learning time with them in French. So I read to them every day in English, but I wasn't really reinforcing their French words and no excuses, but it's just, it's difficult. Parents listening to this fitting in homework is difficult. Finding that balance between their needs, my needs, working, being a healthy person, Alfie goes to tutoring twice a week. It can be difficult. So I, I was almost feeling overwhelmed. And then I thought, just do it twice a week, Alicia. So setting reasonable targets for yourself. Did you hear me say that? If you are trying to implement something new, we have not been working on French or math. So this is something new in the last couple months. This is something new. So instead of saying, we're going to do it every single night. Nope, we're going to do it twice, twice a week. And I looked at the days that it would fit best. And I warned them. I told them this was happening. Then I set up a bin so that I have everything I need in one bin. So when it's time, I just take out the bin, bam, done. Is it perfect? Nope. Is it the best I can do right now? Yes. Is it enough to, to have progress? Is it better than nothing? Yes. Okay, I'm going to keep going. So my personal, I'm going to be quick. My personal goals, I'm going to read more. I'm going to do more puzzles. I've realized that I have this, I, I, th my toxic trait is that I need to be productive at all times. It's actually exhausting. I, I'm not a good relaxer. So do you know when I can relax? When I'm doing a puzzle because I'm actually physically doing something. I'm feeling productive at the same time as relaxing. There's nothing else going on. I'm not on my phone. I'm listening to music or even, you want to know a secret? watching housewives. That's the dream. Alone. I, I I like to be alone sometimes because I don't feel guilt then that I'm not talking to them. Imagine this scenario. Okay. I'm alone. I have the real housewives on and I'm doing a puzzle. That is my fantasy. What is Alicia's fantasy? Now you guys know. Okay. So uh, that is a summary of my spring goals. And it seems like a lot. I have work goals. I have health fitness goals. I have goals for my kids. I have personal goals. I'm going to leave the um, relationships and the beauty because it, I've just been talking too long. And I do want to review um, how I'm going to achieve that because this is the part that I want you guys to really take away with you that you could use in your own life. Okay. Ready? Small steps. Take small steps any steps closer towards who you want to be matter. Set expectations, have conversations, create systems, create routines, be, focus on consistency when you're working on a new routine, reinforce people that are a part of these routines by your words. Thank you. That was amazing. Show them your appreciation. Repeat. Not, the next thing that you're, is going to help you to achieve your goals is make it easy. How can you make it easy? How can you make it easier to make a smoothie? Put your smoothie stuff in a Ziploc. How can you make it easier to do homework with your kids? Put everything you need in a bin. How can you make it easier to uh, take your vitamins? Put them in an organized container near your coffee. Make it easy. Next thing, not black or white. It does not have to be all or nothing. It does not have to go from zero to seven days a week. If you're doing zero, do two. 
And is it enough? Yes. And then when that feels easy, when that becomes a routine, you go on to the next thing. And the last thing, if you guys are still listening, if there has been something in your life that you've been wanting to start, whether that's reading or walking or date nights, one, two, three, go. Stop waiting for it to be the perfect time. Stop waiting for it to be the perfect situation. Just take steps towards doing it. One, two, three, go. Okay. Oh my gosh. I didn't mean for that to be so long, but thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate that. I hope you enjoyed that. And I want to hear about all of your spring goals. So go on to the Your Way Weight Loss Instagram send me a DM and tell me what you are doing for your spring goal. Thank you guys. Bye.